This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. I'm John Walters. Today's SciCast is with Iowa State men's basketball coach Steve Prome. We'll get an update on early workouts, talk about the approach that Steve will take with the young team this season, and we'll visit about recruiting and the impact that Cyclone football plays in that. And we hope you'll enjoy our visit with Steve Prome. Well, Steve, before we take a look at the current guys, I just want to say one more thing about the, the past guys. You've got to be so happy to see the guys that just graduated from your program, and then you add George into the mix too, to be getting these opportunities as professional players and making the most of them. And it feels to me like their voices still kind of echo throughout Hilton Coliseum with the, the legacy that they left in your program. Yeah, they left a great, you know, our motto last year was leave your jersey in a better place. Uh, and all those guys did from the senior class in my first year to this last senior class. Those guys have been incredible and they're all doing really, really well. You look at a guy like Abdul Nader signing a four-year, $6 million deal. And when I first got to campus, you know, I'd heard about a lot of these guys, but I kind of, you kind of just saw something. Nader, like, hey, he's got the, he's got the, the tools when you look at size and athleticism, ability to shoot, to be a pro. And, uh, you know, proud of all those guys. And the biggest thing is I think they've represented this school the right way, the university the right way, and impact a lot of people. And that's one of the things is, you know, you teach – like with a new team now that we have, you teach offense, you teach defense, but you also teach the culture of Iowa State basketball and really Iowa State athletics in general of, you know, shaking hands, kissing babies, interacting with fans. It's a big, big part of uh, the package here. And another big part of it is work ethic. I mean, those guys got where they got because they got in the gym a lot. Can the Donovan Jacksons and Solomon Youngs and Nick Weiler-Babs do for your young players now what Matt and Naz and, and Deontay and those guys did for them? I hope so, you know, and that's the plan. Uh, I think the biggest thing you look at is, like you touched on, I think that's the best thing when I when I took this job of looking back is the culture, you know, that Fred left of guys that – really knew how to work on their games on their own and put time in the gym. And, you know, you just almost say self-made guys. You know, when you look at George and how much time guys like Naz and Matt put in the gym. And and so I think those guys, uh, our three returning guys, you know, they saw that, they watched that, and they've, they've done a good job themselves of kind of continuing that. And now we're trying to get all these other young guys. We've got eight, nine new guys of them, you know, getting in the gym it's it's freshman it's new and you're trying to teach them hey one two days a week is probably not good enough guys if you really want to do something special not just collegially but at the next level but when you have a guy like Mario Shayak I think it helps a lot sitting out because though he transferred he came from a really good program and been really well coached and understand what it's all about and so I think we do have whether they're eligible to play or not, we do have some upperclassmen that understand what it takes to win and how it takes what the right way to prepare. And as a coach, you got to put all those pieces together. Now, I know with NCAA practice rules, now you're able to get on the floor a little bit to this point. What are your early impressions of this group and kind of the makeup? You know, the first thing, are you coachable? And I think they're coachable. They want to learn, and they're going really hard. We're probably going too fast right now, but that's just normal. You know, I talked to a coach the other day just talking a little bit of offense, and everything's going to look fast right now. Everything's going to look in a hurry. And then hopefully in two months, things will start to really slow down as guys understand spacing and style of play and ball movement and uh, making each other better instead of just thinking, hey, dribble, score, dribble, score, you know, dribble, score. is is We've got to score by 
moving the basketball, spacing the floor, and playing playing together. And so they've been great to work with. Their character's been really good, and I think they've been unselfish. And so now it's just going to be a process of, like I said, teaching offense, teaching defense, and then teaching the third segment, which is the culture. Do you have to be a more patient coach this year? Yeah, it's funny. I uh, you know I took my staff on a retreat. Uh, this year, uh, we went to Kansas City. We met with the general manager of the Royals, and we met with a guy named Dan Britton, kind of the head of the FCA over there. And they talked to us. But those guys partnered, and and Dan Britton partnered, excuse me, with John Gordon, uh, and wrote the book One Word. And so everybody, when I before we start, my staff's got to come and give me one word for the year, what their word is, and and my word's going to be patience, you know. And that's my word. And it's you know I have some familiarity to this. I kind of go back to my third year. I've told people at Murray State to work. It's pretty ironic. The whole situation's funny lost three seniors my first year six my second year and then I got a brand new team basically and so you know it's just patience and you know how good can we be from September and then how much improvement can we be excuse me how much improvement can we make from September to March and your whole coaching staff has to be that way and uh, does do you think it's a good fit for the personalities on this staff to translate that to kids that hey we understand it's a process and we're going to get there and trust in us that if you do it our way it, it's going to work yeah and it's you know that's the one thing you you know those guys can look at all right these guys have had a lot of success you know wherever you know wherever they've been they've had a ton of success so they, they know what they're doing so let's just you know be patient uh let's listen let's buy in and that's the, that's my biggest focus right now is is getting the buy-in and, and and starting the building blocks of building a team because in September, you're not just a team. You know, you're not a complete team. If you look at last year's team, February and March we were playing as good as anybody in the country, but we became a team. We were playing the right way early in the season. Though we won some games, we probably weren't playing the right way. And so, uh, you know, I'll preach that same message to these guys. It's not about the Big 12 tournament right now. It's not about winning the Big 12 regular season. It's not about the NCAAs right now. It's it's about September. This is our fourth week of the preseason. We need to have a good practice today. We need to have a good practice Friday. And then we need to restart and have another good week, you know, next week. And it won't take long to kind of measure yourself. Uh, you open at Missouri. And do you like the way your non-conference schedule kind of – lays out for this group of guys I love it for this team I really do I think what's I love the the opportunity the challenge of going to Missouri you know right out of the gate uh, because right there you're going against you know a terrific coach and coach Martin you're going against a great program obviously an old big 12 rival which you know last time I played at Missouri I was an assistant at Murray State and the atmosphere was terrific and then you're going against you know probably maybe the number one or two pick in the draft and next year's NBA draft and and, and Porter and so there'll be a lot of hype, you know, a lot of hype to the game. I'm sure it'll be a nationally televised game because it'll be Michael Porter's first game and uh, Coach Martin's first game at Missouri. Uh, but it's a great opportunity to see where we are as a team and win or lose, how do we need to improve to keep getting better December, January, February. Coach, how important was the addition late of Zoran Talley to this uh, program? I think it was huge. And the reason to, I think the biggest thing when you look at him is his versatility. He brings a ton of versatility on both ends of the floor. He can play the three. He probably is best suited at the, as, a, as a big wing right now, uh, but will play small a lot this year to where he can play the four as well. That versatility, both offensive and defensive, is huge. But then you also look at Old Dominion and what they've done his couple years that he's been there, you know, sixth man of the year in Conference USA, he's got good numbers. And those usually, they may not translate A to A, 
but he's got good numbers. And when you have good numbers, usually they'll translate in some form or fashion in that in that area. And so, you know, he can score. He scores different ways than maybe our perimeter in the past have scored. From the three, he scores more off the drive and mid-range, but he can really rebound as well, both offensively and defensively. For Lindell Wigginton, you know, we saw a young point guard come into this league last year in Jalen Fisher, and there were some growing pains. And I'm sure there's some of that for Lindell too, but do you feel like he's got a chance just because of Oak Hill and being there three years, the coaching he had, the competition he played, does that put him a little bit further ahead than most freshmen would be? Yeah, I think so. And then the other thing is his body. You know, his body, he's he's college ready, I think mentally and physically. Mentally, you know, I say he is, but you're still going to probably struggle there. Physicality, he's ready. You know, his body looks good. He's explosive. He's quick with the ball. He gets the ball up the floor in a hurry by the pat with the pass or the dribble. But obviously, I think the day-to-day exposure he got at Oak Hill, the nationally televised games, I think that will help. Obviously, it's not going to be like playing at Kansas or playing at Baylor or playing at Hilton in a big home game. But I think that does help prepare. And the thing you got to understand as a coach, too, is that he's going to make mistakes. And he's got to be able to play through mistakes to be able to continue to gain confidence because he does have the it factor. He does have a chance to do some really good things. And I don't want to put any pressure on him. I just want him to go play this freshman year, continue to grow and get better. And But he's got a chance to do some good things. And so we're really, really excited about him. I think he's uh, got a chance to be pretty good in that pick-and-roll game with Solomon Young. And with Solomon, what's kind of the realistic thought on what he can do this year? How big of a jump can Solomon make? You know, he was the perfect ingredient. You know, he was kind of our one. It was like you're you're searching for why doesn't the why doesn't this taste good? Why doesn't this taste good? You know, why, what's missing in these this cookie batter? You know, and then we finally found it, and it was like, man, Solomon Young, and he just he obviously changed our season, but his role. Though we need the blue-collar role that he provided last year's team and the unselfishness that he provided and the rebounding and the toughness, I do think he's got to take a bigger role in leadership this year uh, because he has played the last half of last year's season in big games and been a part of winning big games. Uh, so he's got to be a little bit more vocal. I've talked to him about that. That's not his in his DNA, but he's gotten better. But then also he's got to do a little bit more for us offensively. You know, we need a little bit more scoring from him, whether it's around the basket or, and like you said, in, in pick and roll, pick and pop, and being able to help spread the defense a little bit. How much is Donovan embracing this opportunity to be the kind of the alpha dog of this team this year? I know last year there was some thought to maybe redshirting, and that experience had to be so valuable for him. How does he take that and translate it into being the leader and taking ownership of this team? Well, his work ethic's been really good. You know, he puts a ton of time in this. And the biggest thing, you know, I think last year, it was right before the Savannah State game, I think was maybe our opener. And he came in that day and said, hey, Coach, have you have we sent in that I'm going to redshirt? I don't want to do it. And so thankfully he didn't because obviously he made the shot at Kansas and the second half of the season he was terrific when he really bought into what we needed. And now he does. He needs to take a big step. One thing I'll talk to Donovan as we get into the bulk of the season and practice as we go late September, early October is you don't have to be Monte Morris and you don't have to be, you know, Nas Long. You need to be Donovan Jackson. And let's let's max Donovan Jackson out and don't compare yourself to anybody else and maximize your strengths for what this team needs. But his work ethic and the one thing, you know, George kind of said in an interview one time, he's got some moxie I'll use moxie instead of what George said but he does have some moxie and you need that in this league coach I want to change gears here a little bit with you you recently put out a video as a basketball program congratulating Bill Self 
on going into the college basketball, the basketball hall of fame. And I thought it was a classy move, first of all, but what really struck me about it was that how much you and all the former players that, that congratulated Coach Self really seemed to enjoy the opportunity to compete against the best. And that is a special thing at Iowa State, isn't it? You get the opportunity to compete against the very best and measure yourself and see how you stack up. Yeah, I mean, that's why I came here. It's funny. Uh, obviously, I've got a you know unbelievable respect for Coach Self. And it's when I was at Murray State – Really, and I hate to say this, but like I had our offense it was Kansas one, Kansas two, Kansas three, Kansas four, and I when I took this job, I was like, all right, I got to change all those names for sure. And so, but I studied him a lot, you know, both offensively and defensively. Some of the things he did, whether it was in his two game or his ball screen offense, and so, and my old boss and him were close with close with his staff, and so obviously got a lot of respect for him. But like you know, Fred talked about. And the, and the players talked about, and and then I just kind of closed the video. But what those guys really hit on was, I mean, there's nothing better, like you said, of of playing in Allen Fieldhouse and competing against those guys, of playing great games in Hilton, great games in Kansas City, the Big 12 tournament. That's that's what you want to really test yourself against. Can we beat the best? You know, when when they're at their best and we're at their best, can can we get it done? And you know, obviously, he's he's the standard in this league, and. And it's you, you can't be scared to say it. It is your goal. You know, it is. It's, it's our goal. It's my goal. It's his staff's goal. This program's goal. I hope one day we are the one that that breaks that streak. You know, that's our goal. But there is an immense amount of respect there, and hopefully he he understands that. You know, and that's why we did that. I sat. I, I knew he was going to the Hall of Fame. Basketball one kind of sneaks up on you uh, because you don't have the Hall of Fame game like football does. But I was sitting in a staff meeting and. I'd been thinking, what do you get a guy that probably has everything and is going to the Hall of Fame? And so I asked my staff, what's a what's something we can do, you know, for him? And, and uh, you know, Neil had mentioned, hey, maybe what about just to put a video together? And, and then I was like, I mean, that, let me see if I can do that. And who do you get? And obviously I wanted Fred to be a part of it because they competed against each other for a long time. And then, you know, George and Monte for sure. And then Naz because – you know, when we when we were fortunate to beat them in Allen Fieldhouse, Coach Self called me the next day, and I and I didn't. He just left a message, but he had a tremendous res- amount of respect for those seniors, Burton and Morris and Long and and Thomas, and he had a tremendous respect amount of respect for this program as well. And so, uh, I thought it turned out really good. And he sent me a text a couple of days ago just saying, "Hey, you know, that was really cool." You're having a lot of success right now on the recruiting trail, and I don't want to jinx it. And we and we can't talk specifics, but we've said many times we've had this conversation that recruiting is about relationships. And what's nice is you're able to establish some relationships when you can look at recruiting in the long term like you are right now. Is that something that you're seeing kind of come to fruition with getting some more and more of the guys you want because you've developed those good relationships? Yeah, I think so. You know, recruiting's tough, whether you're at, you know, Iowa State, Iowa, Drake, Northern Iowa, recruiting's just tough. And if you're trying to get the best of the best or really good players, you got to beat out some other really good schools. Like we just touched on, you know, how good, you know, our league is and other schools in our league. And so uh, you got to identify the right fit for, for Iowa State and the right fit for, for you as a coach. And, and that's what you want. You want character. You want toughness. You want, I always say, humility, thankfulness, and then obviously you got to have ability. Ability is really number one because you've got to have good players to be successful. And so, you know, you know, our goal right now as a staff, you know, obviously I think the fall recruiting period is really where you got to make your hay. 
because you really have a true environment of what Iowa State's about when you bring a kid on campus and the football game and the people and the interaction with the student body and the fans. And so that's where you got to do a great job of, of bringing in good high school kids and then, and then hoping to get them. And so hopefully we can add a couple more this fall. And then I think what that'll do, it gives us a good foundation to where we've got three freshmen right now we really like in Cameron, Lindell, and Terrence. You've got a sophomores, rising juniors, that'll be juniors next year, and Mike Jacobson, you know, Solomon Young, and some others. And so now if you can get good four more freshmen here, now you've got nine guys, freshman, sophomore, junior. I think we've got really good balance in our classes. You know, the relationships part of it starts when you're recruiting them. It flourishes when they're here on campus and they're with you every day, but you proved with your reunion that that relationship piece doesn't end when their careers end. And I thought that was a really neat thing that kind of solidifies that very message that, hey, once a cyclone, always a cyclone, literally. Yeah, that's, that's you know, I said at the reunion, I said there's the, my two favorite days you know senior night I love senior night because I, I love sitting back and just watching those guys talk to the fans and there's nothing better than doing it here because you're talking to 15,000 fans and they all stay and like Naz mentioned talking to the guys up in the rafters I mean that's just cool and then and then the reunion weekend you know to where you kind of sit back and you just watch the interaction of Paul Shirley talking to George uh, you know Kentrell Horton and Stevie Johnson reliving old memories and Gary Thompson seeing him and and how much it really means to those guys to be back because of how much an impact Iowa State and this basketball program and this school left on them. And so to get 70 guys back and probably about 95 when you look at trainers and managers, I thought it was great. And, and those guys, I think they really appreciated it. I've got a ton of emails, a ton of texts, a ton of letters of those guys just saying that thanks. And, I mean, J.C. Holloway and Lauren Meyer showed up, and I appreciated Fred. Fred got back. And, and hopefully this just continues to grow because at the end of the day, this, this program's had tremendous coaches, you know, from Orr to Stacy to Floyd, Hoiberg, McDermott, Morgan, all these guys have done. Hopefully I didn't leave anybody out. And I know there's a bunch before or as well, but it's about the players. The players, it's their program. You know, it's really – it's I'm the head coach, but it's not my program. It's these guys. It's those guys that have impacted people in Hilton, you know, the Montes, you know, all the way back to the Jeff Guerreros. And so hopefully that just continues to grow. Last thing for you, Coach. Uh, it used to be that you would hear the label, oh, that's a basketball school. That's a football school. And it was either one or the other usually. But I think now in the current environment – it seems like you're really benefiting from what Matt Campbell's doing in football, and he's really benefiting from what you're doing in basketball. There's plenty of room for both to be successful at Iowa State, isn't there? Yeah, there's no question. And the good thing is, is you know, I think we've got a really good relationship. Uh, you know, we text and, you know, talk as much as we can or I'll go Popeye practice and, and visit with him and the tailgate tour we get a chance to really probably interact more than than any time but you know they've helped us in recruiting this fall of just um, you know different things they've been able to help us with you know things ideas that they've done that we can learn from them and then obviously the atmosphere at football games is terrific and then like Matt's talked to me hey, the atmosphere at Hilton's obviously terrific to bring guys to that and so I sent him a letter when we first got it got the job maybe a couple months in to where after we got to know each other a little bit is you know it'd be cool you know like you look at other great football basketball programs you know Donovan and Meyer the run they had at Florida you know we both have a lot of you know work still in front of us to do but but that's the goal and so hopefully we we can do something special and they can do something special starting with beating Texas Thursday next Thursday.
Steve, thanks for taking some time today. I'm really looking forward to the season. Not wishing away football because yeah. I'm hoping for a good long season there and a, and a great season into the bowl season. But uh, obviously very much looking forward to your season and fun visiting with you. Thanks. Good. Thanks, John.